music, DJ talk, local artists, and more. And more. And more. You're listening to Nightlife, the podcast. Yo, what's good, you guys? Welcome to Nightlife, the podcast. I am your host, DJ C4, and I got my co-host here, Tay Will. Tay, what's up to the people, my guy? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Tay Will. <laughs> Give him a little backstory, bro. Give him a little backstory, where you come from, what you do, man. <clears throat> um, I'm from Pontiac, Michigan. Um, I don't reside there anymore, but uh, I do come, uh, you know, check up on my old blocks where I used to do my thing do and uh yeah um i came up out of high school in 2000 and something a while ago i'm old let's <laughs> put it that way 2000 and, something. and uh you know before the numbers got crazy but uh yeah uh, i do music and lots of forms and fashions play over 15 instruments uh okay 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 um i teach theory to anybody who wants to learn um I'm a recording artist and a producer. I make beats. Um, and above all, I'm a father and a soon-to-be husband, as well as a, a contractor. Business uh, owner. Business owner. Yeah. I'm a contractor by day, you know, a studio owner by night. Okay. <laughs> hey, there ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Uh, a little backstory on me, you guys. Man, I've been trying to do a podcast for shit quite some time, bro. It's been a, it's just been a thought, but I actually started to put it into action. Uh, been trying to find a co-host, and I finally got one. You yep, me? yep, yep. And uh, yeah, man, I've been DJing for shit on and off for like ten years, bro. But I ain't really started taking it serious uh, up until like three years ago. Uh, Got my own business, own a mobile entertainment company, uh, DJing weddings and what have you. And yeah, what have you. <laughs> Insider, but anyway. Uh, yeah, we got, a, we got a few topics to talk about, man. We're going we gonna to talk about a few things on here. Like I said, the podcast is going to be mainly about, you know, anything related to music, uh, DJ stuff, artists, you know, stuff that's going on in the industry. We're going to talk about it all, man. For real, for real. One of the topics that I want to start off with is why do y'all know, why do you guys think DJs don't share love to other DJs? And you can you can probably relate to this day, even on the artist aspect of things. You know what I mean? The same thing, same theory. A lot of DJs out here like don't share love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like as far as you know, um, sharing each other's content and whatnot. Uh, definitely understandable. Um, is it right? No, by far no. Uh, you know, I believe in making sure, you know, you support your friends and um, your colleagues just as well as you support anybody else, you know. So if yeah. you're going to go out and buy a uh, $100 ticket to go see God knows whoever, you know, you can you can spend a couple bucks on supporting your friend. But, um, yeah, there's definitely a lack of sharing and encouraging and, you know, uh, networking through people of the uh same industry should i say like you said for instance djs a lot of djs don't share each other's mixes a lot of djs don't share each other's accomplishments or promoting or anything like that and me personally i think it's just a hating thing i think no one wants to see you 
do better than they're doing, especially if you're doing the same thing as them, which is kind of crazy because you can actually piggyback off of a lot of followers if you just, you know, show a little love. You can get a few yourself. And right. I'm pretty sure, you know, if somebody who's on a different level than you constantly sees you promoting and, um, you know, sharing their stuff and they see that you have something on their own that they might, you know, throw some of that love back. But does it happen often? No, not as much as it should at all. I mean, personally, I think DJs don't share love to other DJs because I think they're scared that that they're going to get their shine stolen. You know what I mean? Or like, say, for example, I drop a hot ass mix. You know what I mean? You know, I don't want my people to share it, but they won't share it because they intimidated by, by, by how fire that mix is. You know what I mean? They're like, oh. You know, I don't want to share that. Cause, right, because they, they don't want to get compared to, to their product. Exactly. You know yeah, what I mean? They, yeah. they scared that, that I'm going to steal their fan base or something. I think, personally, that's what I think That's what I think it is, man. Yeah. I, I, and it yeah. can be the same way like with artists. Like From an artist standpoint, I've seen people come across certain music of other particular people. Uh-huh. And be like oh this music ain't it and not share it but on the flip side i've seen people come across music and be like oh this music lit right but also won't share it because like you said it outshines what they have already been putting on their platform that's what i'm saying and they don't want to lose the little bit of you know following that they've already accumulated they don't want to you know you know possibly risk giving away clout you know and that to me it shouldn't be that way you know yeah i feel like it shouldn't be that way but i also feel like it's a thin line between supporting everybody and dick riding okay yeah so that's that's i I think i believe it's a thin line because some people dick ride and if it's not it it's not it okay you know and if the particular person that you've been following or listening to perhaps had, you know, a couple of fire, you know, tracks or mixes yeah. out or whatever. I can understand. Okay. These are nice. These are nice. But every single one, every single one, you, you went across their catalog and every single one you liked and it was just the best. See, that's different. Now you, that's dick riding. Yeah, that's dick riding. That's bro. dick riding. Or, Every time somebody from a particular area, in our area, you know, we, we hear a lot of stuff. Oh, this person from Detroit, this person from New York, this person from Chi-Town, you know, Chicago. Yeah. And, you know, there are some people who live here that will not listen to anybody from here, but will listen to people from Chi-Town, Detroit, New York. These yeah. places are within 6, 12, and 30 minutes away. You know what I'm saying? 30 minutes Detroit, 6 hours Chicago, 12 hours New York. You can drive to these places. Yeah. Like, these are normal people that you're hearing that I'm I'm talking about, you know, because there are industry artists and, you know, street artists, you know, underground artists. Yeah. Um, And in particular, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking more so underground than the... uh, uh, Like mainstream stuff? Than the mainstream stuff. Yeah. So, um... These are these are beyond normal people. These guys live normal lives. They some of them work a nine to five, just like me and you know. Well, not me and you, because 
we technically don't work nine to fives anymore, but um, we used to. Business like owner we used to. Used to. We used <laughs> like to be. We used to. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, these people are regular Joes, and uh, you know, you you telling me that you you like this guy out here, and the only reason that you're giving me that it doesn't really even make sense, but partially makes sense is because they're from. Your hood, pretty much. You know what? Not well from a particular hood. You know, I know people yeah. from Detroit that only listen to people from New York, or only listen to people from the West Coast. Yeah. See, that never made sense to me though. Man. And it's crazy because you know, but people defamate where they're from for sure. Because yeah. uh, you know, there are people that listen to my music in other nations. There are people that listen to my music in other countries and other states yeah and other cities but how many people listen to my music in my city right it's not that many exactly you know what i'm saying people are often hated where they come from and it's crazy because it, it, that it, that's okay. where the love should be coming from first exactly that, <laughs> that's what i'm saying it, it should the love should start here where you from you know what i mean but it don't and it kind of it's kind of starting to make sense to me now because it's like like i said in the beginning they don't want to share it they don't want to support it because they are afraid that their shine might get stolen i think that's what it is bro. that's some crabs in the bucket shit right there <laughs> some crabs in the bucket shit dude there's another thing too i don't really know if you be able to elaborate on it but i want to get your feedback on it though um, another topic that I wanted to discuss is the market here in Metro Detroit. People that are listening right now, because I know it's probably going to be a lot of DJs tuning in too. How do you know? What do you think about the, the market in which you're DJing in? You know, as far as here in Metro Detroit, personally, one, I think Metro Detroit is oversaturated with DJs. What you think about that, Tay? Do you think we're oversaturated with DJs? False. False. Why? False. Uh, well, I want you to finish, you know, your, yeah. your explanation first. And okay. then I'm going to tell you why I think that this is not an oversaturated market. Okay. All right. So the reason why I feel like it's oversaturated, not just that it's oversaturated, but it's oversaturated with what, what we call in the DJ world, uh, those plug and play DJs, those iPod DJs, those human jukeboxes. <laughs> then let me elaborate because you probably don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Human jukebox is somebody who will go to an establishment or DJ a party, you know, plug in their laptop, pull up a playlist on Spotify, and just hit play. Put songs in order. Let the whole song play out. That's a human jukebox, bro. And, and, and just to put... Uh... Just to put a little uh, uh, comparison on there, I feel like DJs who do stuff like that, that they're no different than, uh, well, I'm not going to say they're no different than, they're similar to the baby, And I think they're similar to the baby because they have that, you know, free bands mindset, that mindset that, you know, I can, you know, not put any effort, not put any 
you know, uh, creativity into something and just go by this simple setup that I got, this yep. simple protocol, and I make stick money. to it, and I make free bands, money. See? You know, uh, and that's what I call, you know, that's why I say, you know, they're like the baby to me because he uses the same formula in each song. Yep. Same formula in each song, same cadence. You know, it might change every once in a while, but, you know, there's really no thought process put into creating the same thing over and over. It actually gets easier over time. <laughs> See, look. <that's laughs> because there's no effort. <laughs> right. Minimal minimal work, but want the, want the best outcome, you know, or the best return. And see, that's the thing, bro. This is why I wanted to talk about the mark, the, the the DJ market, because with those human jukeboxes, bro, they'll go out and DJ Lala's party for a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? She would, you know, he'll charge her a hundred dollars, right? Right. You know, later on down the line, you know, Lala is trying to look for another part, you know, another DJ. She come across a guy like me, and I hit her with my prices, and she like, oh. You know, that's kind of expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, she don't know no better because she's been having these press and play DJs going at it. Yeah, DJ Human human Jukebox, you know, he, he'll DJ my party for $100. But the difference is, is, like I said, he'll play this Spotify playlist. But when you get somebody like me who's actually gonna sit there and blend your music curate the mute the the the, the mood at your party you right know? And interact with the crowd interact with the crowd you know actually create a mood you know what i mean and that's that's yeah if somebody ever come with you at that you need to just let them know you know you get what you pay for if you want to press and play dj i'll be a press and play dj but you know overall you provide an experience and i think that's what they're paying for the experience they're paying for a uh you know someone that's gonna actually move the the people there right. at the event who's actually gonna you know get everybody involved now a press and play dj it's a 50 50 people catch on to what's going on if they don't they don't but uh yeah you definitely paying for uh for quality versus uh or whatever bullshit they got going on yeah but that that kind of actually ties into you know, it's in the same topic, but a little bit different. Um, even if like they're like new DJs, you know, like a beginner DJ, you know what I'm saying? Who you knows the basics about mixing music. Even when they go out, you know, to do their first party, obviously your first party that you DJ, you're not going to charge that much. You know what I mean? You might do it for free. You know what I'm saying? Right. At least try to get something out of it. But once you start learning and excelling while you're DJing, you should be upping your prices. You know what I'm saying? Like, know your worth type deal. You know what I'm saying? Because there's DJs out here who've been mixing music for years on end, but still char- or still will charge somebody 150 bucks to DJ a set when they could easily be making like five. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but are, that, are those DJs any good? Because some people mix for years and don't be no good for years. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I would, I, you, I don't know. It's kind of a, a iffy situation. But still, you know, know your worth, man. Because that, that's damaging the DJ market too. Yeah, I mean, DJs, on a broader spectrum, not just saying DJs, just... Anyone who's an entrepreneur or a business owner who themselves use uses their time and energy uh, to 
accomplish any type of goal to produce any type of uh, work or art or just anything if you do anything out of your own pocket mm-hmm. aside from a corporation out of your own time uh fy like uh i'm sorry for instance um a dj or a contractor or if you clean houses or even if you make customized outfits shoes you know <clears throat> my my thing is i tell anybody who does anything for themselves never let anybody else depict what you are worth now exactly when bro. i say Wait, that hold on say that again bro. never let anyone else depict what you are worth all right because your time and your effort is worth something to you and if it's worth something to you you know you got to get that and a little bit of profit because that's business exactly so whatever you put in you should be getting that out and a little bit more so if you feel like you put in eight to ten hours and you know you could go clock in somewhere and get a hundred bucks for eight to ten hours Mm -hmm. you can go get 200 bucks for eight to ten hours you know then you need to be paying yourself accordingly now given djs aren't djing for eight full hours i mean well some are if they're doing like wild events but you know generally it's like a three or four hour block you know something like that and you know for three or four of your hours you know how much do you think you're worth you need to know that. Right, and you need to know how good you are. If you're not that good and you're just starting off, you can't be going out waxing people five, six hundred dollars for a show. Right. You know, but um, you know, if you've been doing this for some years and you still got repeat customers, that that tells you one thing. That tells you you're not too bad. Yeah, it, it, it's all right to you know say, hey, I need to be paid more than 150 bucks for this night of entertainment. Yep. So word word of advice, man. All the DJs listening out there, artists too, business owners, entrepreneurs, know your worth, man. Don't underpay yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it because it's that's bad for business, man. And then it it it, it affects your whole market in, into what industry you're in. You know what I'm saying? It it affects it. And we not talking to you, uh, you uh scheme ass hoes that be uh going to the dollar store. And uh, making <laughs> baskets and charging 50 bucks and you only spent 10 bucks on the stuff that go in the basket for Dead. Valentine's Day and shit like that. Or, and we not talking to you hoes that go stealing stuff. Right. You know, y'all be stealing stuff then trying to sell it, you boosters. I know who y'all are. <laughs> Stupid, I mean, I'm bro. not saying stop y'all hustle. We love you boosters. But, you know, we, Just, we not saying up your prices either. No. Not, not y'all. Not on the boosters stuff. Yeah, not, not on the, on the boosters. Stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, another topic that I kind of want to dive into today. This will be a little bit something you're more interested in. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about some music, man. I wanna, I wanna hear what your thoughts are on what you think about today's music versus music from back in the day. It can be any, any, any music from back in the day. Anything. Well, how far back in the day are we talking? Are we talking? <laughs> Back in the day, like, you know, the beginning of the age of no hip hop, <laughs> or are we talking like classical music, or are we talking like 90s, 80s, 70s? Uh, let's keep it back to 90s and up. 90s, 90s? up until, let's 90s. say, the 2010. The 90s ain't a really big catalog, but you know, a lot of classics back then. Um, me personally, today's music. I feel like a lot of it is straight garbage. 
Um, That's true enough. <laughs> and the reason why I said straight garbage, a lot of people say, oh, you just hating, you just don't like new music. Um, Tay, you just a hater. You know, I hear that a lot from my brothers. They they call me a hater a lot, but but no, really, it's not it's not hating. Um, there are some new songs that I do genuinely enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, the amount of creativity has just plummeted. Um, we already didn't have fully original beats back in the '90s per se. Right. You know, a lot of stuff was uh you know uh things that were taken from the 60s 50s and whatnot you know like older jams and remixed remastered threw some 808s and some hi-hats on it you know so somebody yeah. could you know spit a little bit over it right right but now in the uh what year is this 2022 2022 2022 my guy. 2021 maybe for the last five six seven years uh the amount of creativity has just declined. Uh, there is no real thought put into the music, I feel like. No real message. You know, you don't uh, finish the song feeling like, you know, uh, your mood has changed or, you know, feeling like, hey, I want to be a different type of person. There's no in-depth message in the music like right. there used to be. Back in the day, you know. You get a song about a man who's heartbroken. You listen to that song, you like, Yo, damn, shit, bro. <laughs> I understand that heartbreak. Right. You know, back in the day, you get a song about cheating, uh-huh. and you're like, damn, hmm, you know, maybe I want to go cheating on <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, but you get what I'm saying. You know, it, it gives yeah. you a feel, you know, and the party vibes were party vibes, you know. They were club vibes were club vibes. We don't really have that now. We just kind of got people... Either A, yelling at us uh-huh. about something on the track, or B, spouting some nonsense about drugs and alcohol and whatever. You know, there's not even really a lot of wordplay. No. Nope. You know, the actual art of rap is lost. Um, nobody knows what metaphors, similes, and, you know, things of that nature are. Yeah. Nobody knows how to, you know, there's no more. Little Wayne's, there's no more Snoop Dogg's, there's no more, you know, DJ Quicks, there's no more, you know, uh, uh, Dr. Dre's, Eminem's, and what have you, you know, there are no more originals, everybody is a copycat. Bro, even some of these, uh, even some of the artists, they used to be like cold, bro, like today just like fell yeah, off, well, like you know, for example, for how example. How long bro. do you have to be in the game before, you know, it's time to let go? Shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I I think if a person from way back then is still doing some music, you know, they they got a little something. No, look, I ain't talking about that far back, but like I'm like I said, like take Kanye for an example, bro. Kanye, Kanye is insane. His music back in the, like a few years ago, like back in early two thousands, shit like that. His music was good. I liked it. Once this motherfucker started thinking he was Jesus, bro, he lost me now. But if you pay attention to Kanye's music, he's actually always thought he was like some sort of messiah. It's just never been blatantly said until later on in the history of his game. Yeah, that's that's when he lost me, though, bro. But there's a lot of people that do that. You know, Jay-Z does it. A lot of people refer to themselves as a god. You know, it's just it's a trend thing to me um, for rappers. But um, 
when I, when we speaking on this, I'm not just speaking on rappers. When I say you know the lack of creativity, I'm speaking on uh, song artists. I've heard things that I used to hear when I was a kid, just remade with a faster or slower tempo. Um, oh, yeah. The engineers uh, who are the producers, mm-hmm. they're creativity has went way down as well there's no more okay taking something old and throwing some hi-hats on it creatively and you know some subs and you know mixing a little bit they're they're not even doing that process right they're literally taking something old and just speeding it up or slowing it down exactly they're not doing no chopping no screwing no nothing there's no mixing there's no engineering skill at all put into today's producing i never even thought about the producing side of things bro bro I'm but telling it's true you, though i turn on the radio i turn on you know spotify i turn on whatever mm-hmm. and i listen and even even my wife she listens she has different stuff that she listens to and every time something come on comes on you you know i'm like that's blada 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 and I, I can give a reference to a 80 song 70 songs 90 song or mm-hmm. i can give a reference to three different songs that has used that same beat yep. you know four different songs that has used that same beat or that same melody or those same chords or i can go so far as to name songs that are in the same key yeah. and that have the same sample in the background not even just you know so okay, okay. when i hear stuff that are just playing remakes yeah. If there are, there's nothing lyrically that wows me on the track, I feel like the song is garbage because you already cheated us on the beat. Right. You already cheated us and then with, you... the, with the with the sound, and, and now the actual lyrics just are just, garbage too. Yeah, that's bad, man. I think it's just it's pure laziness on in in, in all aspects. But of how the do you call song. yourself an artist if you're not doing any art? You're not creating. Nah, getting literally lazy. you're not creating you're you're not an artist an artist creates that's what an artist do that's right. what an artist does i'm sorry and if you're not creating you're not an artist nah. you're you're a fucking uh tape recorder or something i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that is true bro pure fucking laziness man wow i never thought of it that way man yeah that's crazy as hell bro pure laziness on the producing side the artistry ain't there no more. We gotta change some stuff, man. Don't get me wrong. Some of, there's there's a there's a few new tracks out nowadays. I'm like, okay, it's got some potential, but most most of them, man, like it's just garbage, bro. We gotta do we gotta do better, man. Tay, you need a you need to surface your music already, bro. What's going on on that aspect, man? Where you been at? You know, bro? Actually, I took the uh, sidelines for a while. Spent a lot of time. Uh, spent a lot of time uh, building up my construction business. Um, Midas Touch Construction. Uh, we do uh, full new builds. We do uh, remodels. We do uh, uh, full rehabs. Um, we also do like as far as uh, building. You know, say someone want a uh, customized uh, island or bar. You know, I, I, I build things of that nature, okay. uh, decks, uh, you know, and um, it's just kind of what I've been working on lately, just building up that aspect of one of my businesses. Um, Focusing on your brand type deal? Yeah, but I still write. I still hit the studio. 
I still, uh, you know, put some things together. I actually got something uh, coming out real soon. Be looking for it. Um, it's probably going to be on all platforms. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, with uh, Dre Soupy. Dre um, Soupy? I'm not sure if you guys are uh, familiar with him, but um, that's actually a, a relative of mine. Okay, okay. And he's pretty good. Uh, actually had uh, seen a, a clip from something he was working on online, and... I was just telling him, like, yeah, this one's it right here. You know, I like this one. Yeah. And I was like, you know, what about a feature? And okay. he was like, well, the song isn't even done, so come on. You yeah, know, he bro. sees me <laughs> the files, and um, I'm not going to lie. I've been, it's been a little struggle to uh, to get to it with uh, how busy my schedule has been, but I'm getting down to it. I'm actually uh, <laughs> just uh, trying to get some final mixing done and um, – it, it'll be uh, in production really. It'll, well, it'll be printed out really soon. You'll be seeing it really, really soon. Bet it um, up, bro. That along with, uh, I have two other singles that I've been working on. Uh-huh. Um, and I have uh, actually two other features. Um, mm. And one of them being with uh, an artist that I've been known to feature with, um, Taliban Ape. Okay, that's my boy, bro. Yeah, so uh, so just, he's still doing he's still doing music song. and shit too. Yeah, yeah, he still does music. Um, you know, he has the uh, the whole home studio stuff. He um, okay. personally does have some stuff he has worked. I was just talking to him the other day. He, he was pretty uh, psyched about getting into some music. He was he was uh, pretty Talk set on that. Hell yeah, bro. That's good, man. It's about damn time we get some music from Tay Will, bro. It's been uh, it's been some years. It's been bro. about four years. I've it might have been longer than that, it's bro. Been about four years. Cause I was gone in South Carolina for what three. I made music while you were gone in South Carolina. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. With Taliban bro. Okay. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, okay, okay. So then it was it was less than that then, like, what, like two years ago then. Uh, I want to say it's been around four. Um. The last uh, song that I actually uh, released was just before my son was uh, conceived. Not necessarily born, but just before I found out that we were having him. And um, he's a year old now, so that would take us back at least um, two years. Okay, okay. So, yeah. You think after you um, like after you get some content out there, you think you're going to go back to like performing? Would you perform again? <clears throat> would I you- perform again? Um, I love performing. Everything about performing, the uh, the energies that you uh, get to pull in, the uh, feeling of you know hearing the crowd cheer you on. It's just, yeah. it's a, uh, I know that it's something un- undescribable. Uh, it's just a different type of feeling, you know, when you feel literally like you could get on stage with your cup on empty, uh-huh. and once they get to roaring. It just fills you right Fill up. up, bro. Fills you right up. It doesn't matter energy, what you got bro. going on, man. You could you could have a broken leg, and be in like horrible pain, and you hear that crowd, man. It just it makes you want to go against everything in your nature to to go get. That's that go get out there energy, and perform, bro. Man. That performer and energy. I love it. I love it. I love the feeling. Um, the only actual reason I stepped away, um, from music, um, is. For a family uh, to, you know, fix some things that nobody else was gonna fix, and uh, you know, just I had some a lot of life to deal with, you know. Yeah. 
Life, life calls, bro. With. But uh, you know, now I got life dealt with for a while, so. <laughs> well, we about to get some music then pretty soon, bro. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, and uh, definitely, uh, this will be one of the first places I, I'll be lending that uh, that uh, that license to play on. Okay, bro. Yeah, because we can we can definitely play music here on the podcast, bro. We won't we won't get hit with no uh, copyright strikes and stuff. Well, none of my music is gonna get hit with a copyright or anything. I don't use YouTube beats. Um, they're all original. Okay. If they're not original, I buy them. So, okay. Um, I don't I don't like to have my uh, my music attached to anything. But then we good then, B. We definitely gonna get it on the uh, podcast for sure. Let the people tell us how it is, how they like it, and you know whatnot. Uh. But yeah, I got um I got another topic that I kind of want to bring up, y'all. You guys, oh yeah, I want to before we get into this topic, I do want to let you guys know if you have any questions for me or Tay, um you can inbox me at the um, Nightlife Podcast Instagram page. Inbox us questions, man. We'll answer all questions on the next show. We'll have like a little set uh, segment dedicated at the end of the podcast where we just answer people's questions. Don't hold the punches. Nope. Don't hold the punches. You got questions. Let them fly. I don't care how dirty they are. I don't care how uh, crazy they are. <laughs> you know, just, just all right. Let we them fly. No, we 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 ain't gonna answer all the questions. Don't be. Don't be. I don't didn't we, say we're gonna answer them all. I just said don't hold the punches. Okay. We we want to hear them. It, it, if it you know if it gets a little edgy, you know we may omit it. But uh, you know if it's edgy enough. It might still make the cut. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, we <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. We'll try to answer all the questions, man. But yeah, inboxes at Nightlife the Podcast on Instagram. Any questions you guys have, feel free. Inboxes open. Uh, but yeah, the next topic that I kind of want to bring up is uh, like, what do you what What are your personal thoughts on? The nightlife scene here in Metro Detroit. Listeners that are listening, you can inbox us questions and stuff and tell us about the nightlife in your area. But talking to Tay, what do you think about the nightlife here in Metro Detroit, bro? Like versus when it was a when it was a better time, you know what I mean? Um You probably don't be out in the nightlife too much, you know, you got you know, you got a kid and stuff, but Well, I, I I'm I'm still able to uh pop out occasionally. Um, and honestly, you think it's changed? I, I believe it's always changing. It's always been changing. Um, the nightlife is completely different from what it was back when my parents were, you know, involved in the shenanigans versus when we were involved in the shenanigans yeah. and when this, this new age that has come about, I don't, I don't claim to be a part of them, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, I definitely think it's changing. Um, I believe that the old ways of the nightlife are uh, dying and the new ways are making their way into town. Um, and I say this, um, well, I guess a better way of saying this or, or explaining this would be um, in terms of what's going on now. So, you know, uh, back where we, up, where we were growing up, you know, uh-huh. we had like, you know, uh, uh, 
all the different clubs downtown. That's uh, what I'm saying. What were the clubs downtown? Tonic was the spot. We, we had a uh, Tonic. We had a uh, uh, what was that other place? You had Clutch um, Cargos down Clutch there. Clutch Cargos, Tiki Bobs. Uh, yep. Um, we had a we had a lot actually. Um, Pontiac was very known for uh, their club scene. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like back then. Everybody was partying. Everybody was clubbing. You know, lines used to be wrapped around the buildings, you know, to get in. The the parking lots used to be full, you know. And now, they're completely empty. Well, most nights. It used to be, you know, all week. All week. You know, every night, there would be someone inside of the club. And now, it's weekends, if best, you know. And then the COVID, the COVID stuff don't make it no better, bro. Right. It slowed everything down. People don't want to touch. People don't want to be next to each other. People don't want to even hear you breathe from the next room over. Right. <laughs> if someone coughs or sneezes, the whole room clears. So that makes it hard on me, man. Because like I thought, I thought for a while it was just like low key. I thought it was me as a DJ. But I'm like, no, bro, I'm a I'm a bomb ass DJ, not to be cocky or nothing. But the nightlife has definitely changed, man. Like, ain't nobody out, bro. Like partying like he was saying back in the day, bro. Yeah. And like I said, it's changing. It's evolving. It's new eras coming in. You know, these uh, what are they called? Uh, Silent parties are becoming more popular, even though they started back when I was like in middle school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're they're actually a thing now. Like back then, it was not plausible at all. Like I was like, nobody's gonna be doing that shit. But now it's like, yeah, people want their own music and they don't really want to be next to each other. Right. And, you know the the digital age is uh, literally wedging a fork in between everybody. Uh, people are becoming less contact needed. You know, mm-hmm. oriented. They don't. They don't desire to be around other humans like they used to. You know, with the invention of the telephone, you don't have to call people and actually. You know, well, you don't have to come to people to actually see them. You yeah. know, we got FaceTime now and things like that. You know, the digital age has made it comfortable for us to be alone. That's another thing about it too. Like, I'm glad you brought that up, bro mobile devices is another thing that killed the nightlife bro because when you go to a party nowadays back in the day there wasn't none of that being on the phone bro you either dancing you 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 drinking or you mingling with friends now you go to a party you know 75 percent of the room is a zombie in their motherfucking phone just like bro that's how they avoid interaction people are not comfortable with interaction anymore they want to be on the internet. We've become so used to seclusion that we no longer know how to interact with each other in a positive manner. Like, for instance, I got younger brothers. Uh-huh. My younger brothers don't got the social skills I got at all. You know, me, back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day. Not even back in my like day, but, you know, like now. Um I was going to say back in my day because, uh, you know, as far as talking to women. uh, Right. You know, I wouldn't care what I was wearing, what was going on, who was where. She might even been with her boyfriend. I'm about to go make some conversation. 
Somehow, right. some way, I'm about to spark some conversation. I will go by and drop a pencil. Like, Ignorant. oh, what's up, my bad? You know, <laughs> look, just on purpose. Like, just make it as awkward as possible from the go so that way the rest of it is just easy breezy, you know? <laughs> that kind of <that> <laughs> makes sense, though, bro. That kind of makes sense. I make an effort to interact. Yeah. Uh, my brother's. Uh, they're a little different. They're what they see is interaction. What they do to interact is not as straightforward as me. Doesn't work all the time, and definitely isn't a. I guess I would say for me, it's more of a second nature thing to interact with people. I know mm-hmm. how to talk to a person. For them, it's not. They don't have the same exposure that we had. So. Right. Given that, given that that, I'm not gonna say personality flaw, but personality flaw. I mean, it is a personality flaw. Given that flaw, flaw, yeah. To be honest, it has really affected the club scene, the nighttime life, all of that. It's affected it all because without the need to socialize, without the not even the need, but the skill to socialize and interact. There is no need for a party. There is no need for a DJ. There is no need for a venue, for a scene, because people don't interact. They don't know how to use the venue. They don't know how to use their social skills. They don't know how to... Exactly. (laughs) And that's why it's becoming more of a popular thing for DJs to just, you know, broadcast online, go live, and do a show at home. (laughs) <laughs> versus yep, in person. You would get more interaction doing the shit online than you would at an actual live, you know. Exactly. And that's because technology and these people are evolving the scene. Like I said, they're they're changing it. And, and, and like I said, it used to be one way when, you know, when we first started. And now it's a completely different ball game here, you know. I don't we're, like it. We're bro. coming out to the to the to the checker games with chess pieces. Like, <laughs> I, <don't> like <laughs> I can't say it the reverse way because it's honestly not um, a more intellectual game here. Uh, <laughs> not to say that the newer uh, age isn't is quite um, intellectual, yeah. but the newer age uh, has a. A different way of going about and a tendency to yeah. ignore common sense yeah exactly on so many levels but yeah man, it's just i don't like it bro different. i it's don't like it man different. i want to go back to how things used to be but i mean i I already know mm-hmm. that it's never gonna go back, bro. Big Gretch, shut this bitch down again. <laughs> <laughs> All these motherfucking seventeen thousand variants of, of COVID going around. We right. ain't never gonna get back to partying, bro. Ever, bro. man. Unless people just, you know, be safe, be clean, and stop hiding the fact that you are sick or that you have COVID. Exactly. That is actually a very common thing lately. People acting like. They don't want anybody to know that they have COVID. I think awareness is our biggest protection, and you are neglectful when you decide that you are not going to inform someone that you have contracted this uh, virus. That's true, bro. That's true, because I ran into somebody. They were telling me a story 
about somebody they were talking to and they were telling them that they didn't want nobody to find out that their family had COVID. Like, wouldn't you want it to be known that you have COVID instead of like keeping it like it's a damn right, like like a plague or something? Like, I, I mean, it right. is bad, but you still gotta let that shit be known, man, that you have COVID and not. That's we. That's why we. I don't. Able- I don't understand the embarrassment behind it. Like you're it's, embarrassed that you caught something that is so unavoidable that they've put a mask mandate on for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So uh, it's it's airborne. <laughs> you can get it from literally anybody. Um, awareness is, once again, our first line of protection. So, and uh, I don't believe in vaccine. I don't. Oh. I don't believe in vaccine. You're not vaxxed? Um, I'm not vaxxed. I'm not Go ahead and get that COVID. vaccine, bro. No. <laughs> uh, I believe there's no purpose behind the vaccine because if the vaccine really did work and it really was doing something, then there would be no point for me to be unvaccinated while the rest of the world is vaccinated because if the vaccine works, you guys shouldn't be able to be affected, right? That's true. But in fact, the vaccine does not work, has been proven not to work. People still catch the virus, except they don't show symptoms, which in turn makes the virus more deadly because now you could be a silent carrier. So that's true, bro. I don't believe this vaccine is for us. I believe that maybe there is something else going on, you know, but um, a lot of people are getting placebos. It's pretty much a sugar pill version of the uh, shot. There's nothing in it. It can't help you. It's mm. not helping you. And the vaccine itself has been proven not to help you. Why would I get it? It's not going to stop me from getting the virus. Right, right, right. I mean, that's I guess just it, my opinion. Yeah, I mean, everybody got their opinion. <laughs> I'm vaccinated, but I only did it because of work at the time. Um, Violation of rights. <laughs> right. <laughs> they stuck me with that RFID chip, man. Now they know where I'm at at all times. Oh, my God. brother told me, uh, <laughs> my brother told me, bro, he's like, hey, you going to turn into a motherfucking zombie, bro. Just give it a couple years. I'm like, bro, come on. Don't put that on me, man. <laughs> anyway, and moral of the story is, man, just mask up, you know, wash your damn hands. Please wash your hands. Do what you got to do to protect yourself so we can get back to party, man, because because hiding that you had you, you got the virus or not wearing a mask, man, we ain't going to ever go nowhere, bro. We're going to yeah. be stuck. You are a complete and utter, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disgrace? No, no, no. no. Not disgrace. Um, uh, enemy of progress. An enemy of progress. Bro. Yes. You are an enemy of progress. If you feel like you have to hide that you have something that the whole world, the whole world, whole world is trying to combat. Yep. And you are being the uh, secret agent that is working against us. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to get shit back to normal, man. So just mask up, y'all. God damn. This ain't, no, it ain't much to ask, man. Just wear the mask. I understand people got asthma. And, but... Bro, listen here. I'm going to be the first to debunk this. I have asthma and bronchitis. Uh-huh. Okay. And I smoke like a chimney. And, um... I smoke marijuana. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke hookah. I don't smoke any anything other than marijuana. Bro, why you smell like uh, smell like? (laughs) Why you sound like uh, 
Why you sound like Obama right now, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I don't smoke anything other than uh, marijuana. Marijuana. My fellow Americans. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, I, I don't smoke anything but marijuana. And I find that I have less asthma attacks if I smoke marijuana. Okay. I find that I have uh, less bronchial issues and swelling okay. when I smoke marijuana when i don't smoke i do have some uh issues but with that being said uh-huh. the mask has not one time affected me um you people that are th- that think you are having asthma attacks from the mask are actually claustrophobic and you're having anxiety attacks from something being too close to your face um asthma is not affected by the mask you're Oxygen levels are exactly the same. Right. <laughs> People over exaggerate to well, I got asthma. I can't no, wear a mask. They're they're claustrophobic, that's all. <laughs> Extra as hell, man. Just just a reason not to wear a mask and then and then, then you'd end up being the one to catch the virus and then be mad at the world. And then hide it from the world because you don't want anybody to know you got it. Then spread it around to everybody. Then we get shut the fuck down again. Again. And a repetitive we, cycle. It's it's gonna keep going on, bro. I just want this shit to go back, man. So just mask up. Mask up, y'all. Mask up. And let's get back to the nightlife. You feel me? Um, But yeah, bro. That's it for today's show. For real, for real, bro. We've been on here for almost an hour now, man. What you think? We think we, think we covered everything, bro? Well, I think we covered everything for today. I'll get back at it. Hell yeah. We're going to be dropping the podcast uh, every other Friday. Um, Like I said, if you got any questions from me or Tay on any of the topics we talked about, Feel free to inbox us at Nightlife the Podcast on Instagram, and we will answer them in the next show. Um, um, just to double back on that, uh, also feel free to uh, inbox us any subjects or matters you might feel like uh, need to be touched on or that you just in general want to hear us talk about. Yeah, hell yeah. Inbox us topics. We talk about just about anything. You know, we want we want to keep it around music. You know, the nightlife, DJ stuff like that. But you know, we talk about other shit too. We gonna we, like I said, we just we just talking shit on the podcast, right? That's just what me and Tay do. So inbox is always open. Please use it. Comment. Make sure you guys rate us five stars. Rate the podcast five, five stars. Five. You feel me? <laughs> I'm DJ C4, your host. And it's your boy Tay Will. That's my co-host there. Until next time, you guys stay awesome and stay in the nightlife. Peace. Deuces.